oh, right. Narancia has both anime mom syndrome and bad dad syndrome. He's just like a double whammy. Yeah, his mom dies of of anime mom disease. Yeah. I mean, I guess that her, was... Uh, her eye <laughs> killed her. <laughs> I guess that was uh, Jonathan Joestar's whole deal too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Jonathan a classic. Jonathan yeah, Jonathan's his, mom? Right. Dead. She's, she's That's just dead. Correct. She's an anime well, mom. Right, right, right. <laughs> she died in a carriage accident. Remember? Oh, duh. <laughs> the first page of this series. <laughs> um, no, the first is? page of this series is a big titty lady. All right, sorry, aesthetic. sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, That's altar. Jonathan's mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brain just exploded. The carriage fell into a time warp, and she. I got can't believe we a... finally fucking explained JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We can stop now. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazami, and I'm Courtney Stanton. Did yeah. you know that you can buy Narancha's stand at any toy store <laughs> in your neighborhood? I mean, that would require my neighborhood to have a toy store, and. They don't really; those don't really exist anymore. That's several true. toy stores. We do. Well, like, can you get a, can you get your own little bomber there? Well, there's a toy store down on Foster. There's a toy store. Is that in our neighborhood? That's way down. That's south. that's down there, I guess. But there's like there's like a a, a baby stuff store. Yeah, on the I'm sure that they have. Toy store. Yeah, but like, they yeah. definitely have a little bomber. Oh, I mean, it's called little bomber. It's a baby toy. Yeah, yeah. it's a toy for ages four and under. <laughs> <laughs> Narancha, by the way, who is 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, th- I think he's still 17. No, I, isn't he 18? No, he's 17. He's 17. And but he's five foot seven. we learn in this episode. Now t- that, I think, is wishful thinking. Yeah. So my thing is that this is like the worst episode of the Magic School Bus ever, where it's like, hey, kids, now we're going to get eaten by a spider. Or the best episode. Well, yeah. No, just kidding. It's not good. It's Well, it's... it's <sighs> I regret to inform you that this episode is very horny. <laughs> I regret to be informed of this. Yeah, but it, it's just, I feel like there's like, I have just, my note over and over again is like, usually you have to pay someone for this. Like, it's... Uh, usually you have to pay someone to shrink you down, put you in a bottle with a venomous spider. It, well, no, but... <laughs> I know like I being, have. <laughs> the like being paralyzed and tied up thing. That's a thing for, I don't, for, I know it's a thing because I'm on the internet. It's spider shibari. The thing with like a giant person crushing you. I, that, I know that's a thing. That's there's tons of vor shit going on in this yeah, episode. Yeah, you're going to get digested. I like, like all the that. part where the spider shoots out the web and Naranch is like, a web? It's like, a spider. It's although, a spider. Although spiders don't shoot out webs like Spider-Man like that, right? Yeah. They, they don't. They don't. It's not, don't. An, it's not an offensive <laughs> tactic. Although I will say the thing that is correct is that all spiders are venomous and all spiders are trying to bite you. So that's the cutest thing. I know they just can't. Their little their little chompers can't break human skin. So that's why like the two spiders that are like you know the brown recluse and the black widow. It's just that they're <laughs> they're actually strong enough to bite you. All spiders are trying to bite you. It's adorable. <laughs> they're a little ineffective vampire. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so they, yeah, all spiders have venom. Uh, they just can't manage to inject us with it. Narancha goes blonde. Oh, he's, yeah, it's a bad look. <laughs> he, he's it's a betrayed. very 1995 look or whatever I feel like was. frosted tips was more of the thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just like straight men found out about frosting tips and they were like, I want in on that. It was more like in Japan, dyeing your hair blonde was like a sign of being a delinquent. Oh, right. So I guess there may have been some some cultural exchange going on here yeah, a little or bit. maybe it was written by a japanese person maybe, maybe that one <laughs> um i like that iraqi has clearly either read oliver twist or saw the musical oliver but this thing of just like ah yes the delinquents of the streets who are just 
live off the food they can steal. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Or maybe like lame is. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I guess he could be a Victor Hugo fan. Or maybe he just watched Aladdin that came out like More a like year a Victor after he was writing Fugo this. Fan. Oh, <laughs> Victor Fugo. Funny. I'm leaving. I'm going to get I'm going to take my head. Victor Fugo is what you call Abakio slash Fugo as the ship. Ah. Get it? I'm on a roll. Oh, so, but speaking of Fugo, we see Fugo with a shirt on and with a suit without holes in it. Yeah, his holes haven't been punched out yet. Yeah, they're like, they're indentations, but they're not windows. Yeah, Yeah, they're just So he's probably just wearing like boxers. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wearing the thong that we know he canonically wears underneath his normal suit. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird to see him with a shirt and tie, like just like a, like a business. Yeah, but I do, I do appreciate him demanding that this random urchin get fed spaghetti. Yeah, to me that's like that, I want that line in that one of those terrible like TJ Maxx in this house we love, laugh, you know, like that, but just like in this house we give this dirty child some spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I keep, since you said that earlier, I've been trying to formulate in my head what it would look like in the form of merch. Like, can you make custom ones of those like big wooden, horrible things like with wrought iron and shit? I'm sure you can because they all say such stupid things. Like flowers carved. Yeah. Like what would we put on it? Well, we could decide (sighs) so many things. In this this house, house, we, and it's just like, all dogs go to hell. (laughs) Well, I've actually, yeah, I've been trying to think of what I would do for like a dog Oh, a dog thing. thing. Yeah. It, what I do, like the thing that I've been thinking is like, see you in dead dog hell. Yeah. And then there's like all dogs go to dead dog hell. I mean, you have to say dead dog hell. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. can't just say hell. Yeah. yeah People get upset. That's too mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all dogs dead dog to, hell is a specific yeah. place. But yeah, if you could, if you think of something that's like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Because I'm I, like, I don't want people to think that like, it's like, it has to strike the perfect balance between being about dead dog hell and also not making people think that you hate dogs when you have it. Yeah, that's that's very tricky. (laughs) Oh, speaking of dead dogs, though, at the end of this episode, we do get to learn about the uh, the dog mosaic in Pompeii, and that's a dog (laughs) who's been dead for two thousand years at least. Yeah, and it's real. Like for I was like, whatever. I was like, no, he's like, that's like that's an actual thing. I was like, see, they're starting to like couch. There's no more random narrator. Like in the next episode, Fugo is our random Pompeii no, facts a, narrator. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they're yeah, reading yeah, about facts. it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. so I, I get confused about what are the things that are like, here's the facts Naraki pulled off Wikipedia about, you know, like the Tiger Garden, you know, where it's like, yeah. ah, this is probably a real thing that Araki read about. Right. Versus where it's just like, oh, you know, this bullshit. And I'm like, that sounds like bullshit. She definitely read about Narancha being liquefied like a milkshake. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Also, side note: a cat dies in this episode. No, the cat, no, the just, cat gets just, shot. just gets shot and hurt. Oh, and really? runs it away. runs away. Yeah, I was keeping an eye. Wait, out Wait, who that. who shot it? Little bomber. Little bomber. So little bomber it. can't even kill a cat. Yeah. Nope. God damn it, little. Not bomber. at this size. Like the <laughs> like his uh, his um. It's like a spider yeah, trying no. to bite a human. You know. I feel that. I just, just, just little just bombers. Gumming. So freaking useful. Use. Mm? Yeah. Little bomber, Whoa. so oh, freaking no, useless. No, you said it. No, you said it. Freudian slip. <laughs> Freudian it's slip. so useful. Yeah, yeah. I need one. Uh, you um, heard it here first. Eliz thinks little bomber is useful. I do. Question: So we learn in Narancha's backstory that he, in fact, went to Polpo, took the test, and passed it. Mm-hmm. How? Um, well, so <laughs> what it is is they gave him the lighter, or they started to hand him the lighter, and then Polpo was like. 
hmm and like I, big I feel, sigh yeah like i have a feeling that maybe they didn't light the lighter when they gave it to him or oh, oh well, maybe they put a paper li- like you know like those um those candles that like oh have, yeah the like, fake candles yeah, yeah. Candles. maybe they did that just like they make right, like the kind you stand. use in like a school middle yeah. school production and then yeah. they're like you passed yeah. you know like i don't know i just I, something like that and then they or, were like here's your stand <laughs> it's a plane it's, it's like, like in comes a box. in a box yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says metal on it yeah, like that, batteries not included or or i feel like maybe fugo just like babysat the shit out of him for 24 hours yeah one of those two yeah, I feel like Polpo had that plane in his cell, and Raj is like, "Where's my stand?" And he was like, "Uh." uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's got like teddy Here. bear, yeah. he's like teddy bear, st- st- stack of pizza boxes, toy plane. Okay, sure, yeah, toy <laughs> plane, that'll work. Here it is. It's called. He looks at the box, Lil Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The canon name. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think that went down. Like he's just okay, just making sure we we had an explanation because it didn't make sense. To I me. mean, my thing is is that Naracha like he does fit in the gang and that he's extra as hell. Like I do yeah. actually appreciate the whole, like, well, if I can't find you with a little fire, I'm yeah. going to set the whole street on fire. Yeah. I mean, leaving aside the fact that that would kill you from asphyxiation or smoke inhalation, but like, like that's the thing is and when they're standing in that street and there's fire all around, I'm like, they're both dead. The air is too hot and doesn't have enough oxygen it's in it. Stand fire. And they're dead. Their lungs have burned. Their esophagus has burned. Hey, that's how you. That's gross. That's usually how you die in a fire is smoke inhalation. Speaking of people dying in fires, uh, bystanders do not exist in the city. No, apparently, <laughs> yeah. like it's like those cars just parked themselves yeah. there, and no one's anywhere in the street, which There's, is we, kind of unique for both JoJo's and for this season. I mean, JoJo's? we learn later. Like later on, we meet perhaps the most extra stand user who like murders a bunch of bystanders in a city with an out of control stand. So like clearly there are bystanders in this universe. It is possible, but I guess it's just not possible for a protagonist Jojo to do that. that. I I think that it has more to do with Araki not giving a shit about this little mini arc. Basically anytime there's anything that seems like a Costco, I'm like, maybe they didn't have the money to draw a million people. Like I just, I, I feel like, whatever's going on over there it's not great if david productions shuts down before part seven is made first of all the prophecy will have been fulfilled and second of all i'll die yeah i feel like maybe they looked at it and they're like do we have the time and budget to animate 15 people running around on fire well but also it's not in the manga uh, so. i don't know i think eliz is right that or he just didn't care that much and then david productions didn't care enough to like add anything yeah i do like the sort of high noon wild west showdown at the end that's the part uh, that i like that's i think i think just because it's really well animated it's just i love the the it's got a lot of stylish cuts between the two yeah. of them and like i like the pacing of it because i was genuinely like wait does the episode end here? right when's to be continued gonna show up and i was like oh no they fight each other okay narancha also is really well drawn throughout this episode like he's super pretty they work uh, really hard to make him yeah. look good which is i find it frustrating when i start to disagree with what i mean where it's like every Every time he does that stupid wing airplane thing, I'm just like... <laughs> Where it lands on his shoulder blades. I'm like, you're, you're picking a cool angle and you're trying to make it look... And it looks good. And I just am not feeling it. Like, it's not... I'm not buying Every it. Every time Courtney says, that's stupid. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... If you want to know what it's like to watch this season with me, every time Naranja does that fucking airplane thing, I'm like, that's stupid. 
And I still wonder why they sent Naracha on this errand in the first place. I know they I feel like they didn't want that car anymore. <laughs> and when they when he gets back though, everyone is like, fuck you, Narancha, fuck you, you suck. Yeah, fuck. You're a piece of shit. And then Jorna <laughs> Maybe was that's like, just part of the bit. <laughs> and then Jorna was like, Thank you, Narancha, for my life for some reason. And which is obviously just because Jorna was like a really good leader. Yeah, yes. he's being a good manager. He's like pointing yeah. out the positives in in what a person did, not just yeah. focusing on the negatives. Cars would do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, Jorna he would. Is, he would. You're is right. Nice. I like him. Did you know? I guess people with godlike powers just have that niceness to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then Abakio decides that the best way to ask Jorno a question is to walk over to him, stand right in his personal bubble, and then grab his chin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what, how you talk to people. Whenever right? I'm mad at someone, I need information out of them. I always just sort of stroke their chin with while, your thumb. Yeah, yeah, Abakio. Abakio wants to hate fuck Jorno real bad at this point, and I feel like he's, he's like, like mad about it, so it just makes it all worse. Well, right? He's yeah. mad about. Well, he's right, mad that's about. What, that's what hate fucking well, is. His, he's mad because his husband's attentions are on this new guy. Yeah. And I just really like that when they're. When they're like, where's Pompeii? I think like Mystic grabs a map and then is it a Bacchio? But it's, it's someone, someone, yeah, someone else grabs. grabs the car encyclopedia. Like yeah, you, they just like keep it there. Like they've like they've got like there's a row of them and they just grab so the, here's my the question. P one. It's like what, nineteen ninety five in this arc? Right? Yes. No, 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 it's further in the future. It's two thousand one, like right? But it was yeah. written in ninety five. So yeah. like uh, assuming that like wouldn't they have Encarta on C D <laughs> on that laptop? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, sweet. Oh, it just took me way back. <laughs> that maze game. In Carta 95. <laughs> yeah. Take me home. Oh, I loved that shit. Yeah, they would. They would. Sh- they should have made it in Carta. You're right. But did they have in Carta in Italy? Mm. I mean, it doesn't it matter. It does sound it like does, it's an it, Italian name. That's true. Encarta. <laughs> it, it doesn't actually matter what they had in Italy for real, though, I hate to burst your bubble. Hey, Iraqi drew the actual <laughs> Louvre website from like 2008. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. He did. Yeah. So that's the thing is that just like every time I'm like, that seems wrong. It's actually a thing. That's true. That's so fair. Yeah. my reaction to the Louvre website was that seems right. Yeah. I was just like, that seems the terrible. Would have a shitty website. That was actually like, yeah. my, that was my reaction too, yeah. was that it was probably right. And that's why I looked it up to prove me yeah. right and Courtney wrong. <laughs> that's basically. fine. You get so few opportunities. To that's be, true. I really to have right to reach around me. You got to just savor those. I really appreciate that. Like if this was like season two or season one, like Abakio Giorno would be the ship because that would be like the most obviously homoerotic behavior right. available to us. But look how far we've come. Yeah. <laughs> we've come very far. We no longer have to live on scraps of characters beating the shit out of each other hornily. Yeah, no. Instead, it's just like, oh, no, they're just Not that gay. there's anything wrong with no, that. No, no, that's great. But now we get to have loving couples yeah. who also beat the shit out of people. Right. But not, and you know, sometimes hornily, but right. Like, but like Bruno Nabacchio. But yeah, you're right. It's like it's not like Araki ever stops doing one of his things. Yeah. It's just he just adds to them. So yeah, I really like that Nabacchio is like ah the traditional JoJo. Yeah. And every so often we do get like a villain pair that's antagonistic in like classic yeah. JoJo yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. And we still do like also occasionally in the future have characters who like meet in an antagonistic way. <laughs> And then become lovers. But yeah, he definitely like has grown. Oh, yeah. So the word that they use for (laughs) that they translate to vehicle 
is uh, this is at the end when they're like it's a key to a vehicle yeah. or like a key like, to some kind of we have transport. to go to Pompeii to find a key and, and Narancia is like it must be a vehicle. helicopter. The word that they use is not the like first or first few definitions of vehicle when you look up uh, how to say vehicle in Japanese. So like Japanese native speakers, feel free to correct me if you if this is like actually just the word that you always use. But uh, it's norimono, which like literally like the kanji mean like basically like. Ridey thing. thing, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's something. It's yeah, some a ridey thing, a thing you ride in. A velocipede, like it's yeah. some kind of <laughs> yeah. a ridey thing, and so that's why, it, like, it makes more sense. Once you me. find out what the thing is, yeah. Well, also, like, in if they just said vehicle, they would be like their confusion wouldn't make sense, right? <laughs> but yeah, the fact that it's like a really vague term is yeah. why they're guessing, yeah, what ridey could be, yeah, ridey, that's true. ridey thingy, ridey thing. Yeah, I don't think we have something like that in English. We have, we could say like conveyance. Yeah, like transport, like transit. A vessel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A vessel or something. But yeah, yeah, it's all of it's very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Which perhaps norimono is also that's true. Awkward. Yeah. We yeah. don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think but. conveyance is probably the closest. Yeah. But yeah, Narancia, I like I like parts of his personality, but I really, I'm just not. It's I think I've become antagonistic towards the show's enthusiasm for him <laughs> so like the more yeah, they're like that. look how cool he is the more i'm like i'm not going to find this well cool. and i think yeah, also I just that. fans are really enthusiastic about him too which all is also like annoying i don't know because i feel like i don't care if like people on their own i don't like resonate with the character i get more frustrated when it's like a hundred percent of the merchandising and stuff is going towards the, like that's my thing <laughs> with, yes that's my thing with iggy it's like there's so, so many you're saying things is the iggy of Ventoria. but he's not because it's no. not like i mean they barely make mista merch you know it's all yeah. like giorno and bruno with you know in the order of like yeah. characters that they make shit for whereas i feel like the order for part three is like Iggy and then Jotaro. Like it was just like yeah. entire lines that were only Iggy. And I was just like, why? Why are you giving me that? There's not even a lot of part three, like Dio. No, like that's the thing. So we did get, uh, actually, I don't think either of you saw this because you don't monitor our Mastodon account on uh, oh, yeah, Explain Jojo at Crazy Noisy Bizarre dot town. But um, uh, we did have someone write in. So they're watching part five first. But also listening to our podcast. Yeah, and but I'm just like, like that's a that's yeah. a choice. And their question was, or it might be part four. It's four, four makes sense. I think it's five though. And and their question was, uh, is Jotaro basically Corto Maltese? Which I looked up Corto Maltese, and Corto Maltese is this gruff, adventuring sailor marine guy with like. Uh, with like, was a, he a real like person? Hat and no, he's a he's a comic book character from the '60s, like from like like European. Oh comics. my gosh! Looking at him, yes, Jotaro is Cordo Maltese. I have no idea who this character is, but yes. Whoa! Look at that! Oh my god, he just is him. Is Cordo Maltese gay? Well, <laughs> I mean, he's a sailor. Right, I also the question I, is how gay is he? I feel like I'm seeing now where more of like the Tom of Finland influences mm. coming because it's like that. What a lo- good point. Like Cordo Maltese looks like the like heterosexual marketing campaign for Tom of Finland, right? The the ex- heterosexual, but you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like we're not going to overtly do too much signaling. We're just going to draw a sailor. It's just yeah. like you know, you look at the Marlboro Man and you're like. That's pretty horny. Um, I understand 
someone, some executive looked at that and was like, that's very wholesome. Yeah. So, you know, but, but like. <laughs> so, so Corda Maltese was created by the comic book artist Hugo Pratt in 1967. And uh, he is an enigmatic sea captain. He is biracial, hmm. Uh, hmm. just like our boy Jotaro. Yeah, and is like always seen wearing sort of like a marine style cap and smoking a cigarette and doing uh, adventures. I also know I'm going to fucking read this shit. Yeah, I also feel like this is a lot of where uh, Joseph was pulling his maritime gay looks from for while traveling with Jotaro. I'm so psyched to like look at this. Also, now I want to like put Cordo Maltese next to the Deep Blue Moon Tennille. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Tennille. Captain Tennille. Yep. In. Apparently in 1976, it won some comics prize for, and I quote this, best foreign realistic comic, which personally I think we could award to JoJo's. Oh, totally. absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, listener, for broadening my horizons. Yeah, I'm really excited. I will look into Corto Maltese and report back. Also, what a great comic name. Yeah, because I, as people may know, am super into... Action comics. Uh, appar- Sailor type gay shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and apparently the stories range from straight up aquatic adventure to occult nonsense. So sweet. So like Amazing. Yeah. supernatural Jacques Cousteau, essentially. JoJo's. Yeah. Yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Narancia would leave for a plate of spaghetti and eye medicine. But not like together, not like, you don't like put the eye medicine That's on. Up for interpretation. Eye medicine, meatballs. That's up for interpretation by the listener. <laughs> I don't want to be prescriptive, as it were. <laughs> <laughs>